Okay, how are you doing today, Bean? I'm good. Had a good you're day. Doing well. Like What'd you do today? Um, woke up at your house, went to a workout, mm. had a light day at work, mm. went to volleyball, Go and crazy. now I'm back here. Mm. What were you wearing? For mm. which one? All day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing the exact same clothes that I that you saw me in this morning all day. <laughs> And I wore them to practice, and then I'm back in them. Do you want to talk to world? Do you want to talk no. to the world about your shower schedule? No, I would rather not. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't you. know if that reflects more on you or me. Probably both of us. Equally, yeah. My mom right. got me some deodorant wipes. Nice. She was like, "Oh, I thought of you." I don't know what that does for me, but me- makes me smell better. I mean, deodorant wipes. What does that really do, though? I I don't know. I brought them with me, but they're like deodorizing wipes that you like they're like wet wipes basically but for your body like interesting for your armpits and feet and I, stuff. I brought makeup wipes that's not the same i i but i bought them for here for me yeah that was so nice yeah, of you exactly listen i went to costco and i got those for you i picked <gasps> some joggers I so i picked some navy blue joggers and i picked up some for me? Dark gray joggers, not for you. Oh, I was like... Not for you. Wow. For me, not for you. I buy you groceries and makeup. That's it. Love it. That's good enough. That's all. That's good. <laughs> Listen, the voice that you're hearing right now is Cassie Denny, my wonderful, beautiful, sensational, flossy, bossy girlfriend. And she is now running the Breathe Easy podcast social media networks. So if you see a tweet, it's probably from her now. <laughs> and I don't have as much time to do that. And I was getting really mad at, at Zach and Shiv because they weren't helping <laughs> out as much. And it was ruining our friendship and I was being a douche. So we're taking it back and Cassie's helping with that. So she is now in charge of the podcast and the tweet, not the podcast, all over, slow I'm down. I'm in charge of the whole podcast. Not the whole podcast, slow down. <laughs> and she posted a poll and you guys responded and you said that you wanted to hear about relationship tings. You don't give a fuck about our Kanye talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about those. On the analytics, I can see how much that you guys listen from the time to time. I could see you guys listen from zero to two minutes and then nobody listens to any of our Kanye topics. Zero listens. Including it's, me. I also do not listen. I know. I know that you I don't. skip right past I it. know that you don't. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. We just love Kanye. One people, one day people understand. Anyways, so you guys want to hear about relationship stuff. So I'm sitting down with Cassidy today. Cassidy is indeed, she is my girlfriend, but that's not nearly the most important thing about her. It is to me, but it's not nearly the most important thing about her. She also has a very special job. I don't know if you want to talk about your job here. I work for uh, California State Senator Nancy Skinner. Uh, she represents Berkeley, Oakland, um, that sort of like East Bay area. Ooh. <laughs> um, so I am a legislative aide for her. Um, so I handle, uh, I do policy and I handle housing, homelessness, and health issues for her mainly. Um, and no one really understands what that means when I say my one minute spiel. But uh, I work in politics, basically, so it's never a dull moment. Okay. Um, So you write bills yourself. No, I do not. You write bills yourself. (laughs) No, my boss. very close to the president. Exactly. Is Biden on speed dial. Yep. Okay, perfect. Because the state government and the federal government are the same thing, so. It's exactly the same to me, yeah. (laughs) To me. We come from totally different worlds. I, the funny thing is, the thing that I liked about you is your job and your views on politics and things. But I have no views on politics and things. So you do a little. You just don't share them as I outwardly. do. Yeah, I do a little. Yeah, I'm on what I would say is the right side of fence, but I don't. I'm not as outwardly about it, and I don't. I can't deep dive in. I know that I can't deep dive in it, so I don't have anything to say about it. That's it. Yeah, I'm the political one of the two of us. It's true. It's true. Which is fine. Um, tell us more about yourself. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Gemini. She um, is a Gemini. So I coach volleyball. I coach 17s and 13s. And what's funny is last night at 17s practice, a couple of the girls wanted to guess my zodiac sign. And so I said, okay, guess. The first two guesses was a Scorpio or a Virgo. And I was like, wow, you guys think I'm horrible. Mm, interesting. <laughs> First of all, attacking all Scorpios and Virgos. Yeah, sorry. That was a generalization. But I mean, Scorpios are very intense and Virgos are very type A. 
So you're a little type A, and I could see that your volleyball players would think that you're intense. But I am a Gemini. Um, I'm a cusp, but I don't act anything like a Taurus, I think. I would debate that. Really? I would, yeah. You know more about zodiac signs than me. I would debate that, yeah. So yeah. you're the expert on that Tauruses here. love sleeping in. They love their they bed. They do. They love sleeping. They I love do love their, sleeping. They love their, like, hominess. They love their family. Okay, I can see it. I'm kind... I'm, like... I'm out of Zodiac stuff, so it doesn't matter as much to me, but... Do you want to tell the people about the small freak out you had when we were not compatible? I didn't have a freak out. <laughs> I think that you had a freak out. No, you did. You I were like, we're not out. compatible. I knew that we were not Our compatible. Our Venus sign is not compatible. Tell me, wait. <laughs> I didn't freak out, though. You were just like, it's a little worrisome that we're on opposite ends I of the I did not Venus. say it was a little worrisome. Yes, you did. I said that... We just don't go together. Like our our signs don't match up. And I said, ah, this is why we have trouble communicating, and ah, this is why blah blah blah. We can get into that. But I can't even remember. Actually, that's a lie. I can't remember what your signs are. But I just don't give fuck anymore. Like, because I love you very much. So who gives a fuck? Like, (laughs) okay, whatever. I'm Um, a wonderful Gemini. Go Gemini's. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's Cass. I don't know if there's anything extra important that you want to share about yourself. Nope. She loves her mom very much. She loves her grandma very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I played volleyball in college. Now I coach she volleyball. She does play. She's the Cassidy Denny. Shut up. <laughs> Senior libero. Senior libero. I, I just had to teach him Listen, what that meant. So. <laughs> if you serve it, she's got it. No matter what, she's there. Um. How did we meet, Cassidy? <laughs> How did we meet? Tell the people. Um, he was serving at Chicago Fire in Roseville, and me and my best friend Kennedy and my mom and stepdad were all eating dinner there. And he wasn't even our server. Um, you just walked by our table, and I was like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. And then, said, who's this dashingly handsome young man? No, I know. Looks like my next husband. Don't add details into this story that didn't happen. <laughs> so then I told Kennedy that you were cute, and Kennedy was like, You won't leave him a note. And I was like, You're right, I won't. And then she made me leave you a note. So Shout I wrote out this to Kennedy. I wrote this long note on this napkin and forgot to say who I was at the table. It was basically a word vomit <laughs> on a napkin. Like you had time to write it, but it was still a word vomit. And but just, now that you know me and you know like my nervous anxiety, that makes total sense. It does make word sense. It, it on does make absolute sense. And forgot to say which one of the girls I was at the table. So then at the very end, I remember all I remember about the note is at the very end, I was like, "By the way, I'm the one in the tie dye shirt, try to tie dye sweatshirt." Here's my Instagram. <laughs> Damn. What if I was rats? I was like rats. I thought it was Greg. I know. I, wanted Greg. I know. I don't know. I was like, well, I hope he thinks I'm cute too. Then Kennedy gave you the note. And I ran out to the parking lot and hid in the car while you were being given the note because I could not, I was too embarrassed to be in the restaurant. But I was ballsy enough to leave the note, sort of. And that's how we met. And then do you want to tell them about the first date? Um, well. We texted a little bit after that. You did hit me up. Did you say about the ranch? I got you guys ranch. Oh, yeah. So one of my ways of flirting with you was to ask for a hella ranch, and you brought like eight things of ranch. And Kennedy was like, he's good. He's in. provider. (laughs) What can I say? My acts of service love language was so filled up after that. (laughs) That was pretty much what got her. That was the only thing. (laughs) That was it. Just the ranch. Also, I lied about my age in the wrong way. Yeah. Kennedy went up to you and said, how old are you? And you said you were 22. And you were actually 23, but Ooh, you had just turned 23. Saucy. So, um, but 21. I was, was alarmed our- by this white woman just coming up to me, asking me things <laughs> like, didn't even say hi. Just like literally like grabbing. I was like, how old are you? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It was four days after your birthday. So you'd been saying 22 for a whole year. Yeah. And good thing. Cause 21 was our age cutoff for me. So mm-hmm. you just barely made it, but you actually made it more since you were 23 i did make it more yeah um and then yeah that's how, how we met and then we were texting for a little bit and then we went on a first date and then we never talked again for a year and a half wah, wah. i mean that's kind of how it happened <laughs> that's literally yeah what that happened. literally is how it happened i think um cass is very beautiful very pretty like oh 
knock him dead, gorgeous, like amazing, sensational. Boy, do I love her. But oh. <laughs> on that date, all that she would talk about is how pretty she was and how many free drinks she gets from bartenders because she's so pretty and she's a pretty light-skinned mixed girl. Okay, I never and said that. loves her. I never said and I'm a pretty mixed girl. I was like, I really didn't even think much of it. That's That was one of the takeaways, but that wasn't the reason why we didn't have a second date at all. Yeah, I was um, not in a good headspace to go on a blind date, and so I pretty much just tried to self-sabotage it through word vomit and successfully did that because then we didn't talk for a year and a half. That our bad habits complement each other because I'll sit there and not say anything, and you'll fill the space I with word vomit. absolutely fill the space. <laughs> that's just how it goes down. That's what it is. So we had that first date, and after that, we didn't talk for like a year Um I was tied up with some other shit, and you was tied up with some other shit, and she's shaking her head no. But don't you, try and add me into this. You had some you things going up. on. You had some things going on. You had actual things going on. Yeah, and you had some things going on. <laughs> Whatever. Too. Okay. Either way. Either way. And we then didn't, uh, we didn't after, talk for about a year. After it was like a year and a half. Yeah. And then you reached back out to me. I did reach back out to you. I. Was going to a 916 block party and it's a Sacramento party. Excuse me. It's a Sacramento party in Sacramento. <laughs> and I was moving to Sacramento probably like 10 days later. And I'd been following Cass on Instagram for since we met. And she had had me muted because oh she thought I was engaged. She thought I was married already. He posted a fake engagement story and I thought it was, why would I think it was fake? And so then I muted you after that. I did not unfollow you or block you. I just muted you. It was clearly fake. If you knew it me, was if not, you looked into my eyes and you knew me. It was for not clearly was, fake. Um, you even said you had family members saying, oh my God, congrats. They don't know me. Well, I didn't either. We went on one date. I mean, yeah. you supposed to connect with my soul, vibe with my soul, know what I know, know what I do. She thought I was engaged regardless. I was dating a pale blonde white girl and then she saw me get fake engaged to a completely different blonde pale white girl and then assumed it was the same girl and then muted me forever and blocked me. <laughs> so the only person I was following each other was me. It was following her. So I would keep up with her. And so the entire year I was like, wow, this girl, bad, crazy, amazing. One day, I'm going to date her because I really liked her. I really liked you for the first two weeks that we talked. But I just had too much shit going on. I was in the right headspace. But I knew that I would really like you. And so when I was going to the Sacramento party and I finally knew that I was going to move to Sac, I invited her to that and you actually did not go. I did not. It was the uh, gold medal match of the... <laughs> <laughs> of the Olympic volleyball game and USA was playing in it. So... That was more important. Sorry. And they, we ended up winning. So we got gold. Not for nothing. You invited me to your house. Actually, no, you didn't invite me to your house. But you asked me, why didn't you invite yourself over to your house? Because I'm not a fucking creep. <laughs> That's why. Jesus. <laughs> and like, we could have done something after the game, like after the block party. I kind of expected you to be like, oh, can we just like, could I come through or something? I don't know. That's obviously the guys that I'm used to. Yeah. So when you didn't, I was like. You didn't suggest that either. Yeah. No. Why would I suggest that? I don't know. Why would I suggest that <laughs> I either? I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, I did not go. Instead of hanging out with Cass, I went to a racist house party and almost threw bows. But she did not go to that. Thank God. And then was it like the next few days after that? It was like you, a week after that. I you think. texted me and said, I'll go on a second date with you if you tell me where you ghosted me. Because you did not text me back. February of 2020 after our first date. We texted for a couple days and then it went silent on your end for a year and a half. Don't make that face. <laughs> wah, wah. So I wanted to know. I felt like I deserved that answer. And I told you flat out. Then after that, you're like, okay. And so we went on our brunch date. Our second date. I love date. brunch. Boy, do I love brunch. So we went on brunch date. And it's funny because on we call it our second first date. So we have two first dates because the first one... Is the first date, but that's like the first first date. And it was a year later, so now we have our second first date. And so on the first first date, Cass was really nervous and she word vomited. And on the second first date, I was really nervous and said like nothing. Said three words to me. I said more than three words. (laughs) 
I was way like, more than three words. I literally had to be like in my head as I was speaking because I was filling all the silence. I had to be like, okay, think of another question because he's not going to say anything. So as soon as this is silent, have another question I'm to ask him. more comfortable with silence. It was more than three words. He made me sound like I was like a mute. <laughs> I'm just not a blah, 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 blah. And now we talk like that. Now we can't, we can't shut up. We'll fucking talk all night. It'll be 3 a.m. before we know anything. But... And the first two months we dated, I could not get you to do that for it was the also, life of me. Also, people you relate to this, it was like the pandemic. And so I wasn't used to like talking to people. Like I spend all day alone and I make music and I work out and I ride my bike and I do what I want to do. So I was used to just spending all day alone and I wouldn't talk to anybody. I didn't have to open up to anybody besides my best friends and besides my family members who already know me. So I wouldn't have to like tell people. So when I sat down, I was like, Cash already knows me. She knows who I am. Nope. And that was the wrong assumption. And we talked After, more once we got back to your house too. A little bit, yeah. But a little bit. you at the very beginning were very good about being like just vulnerable enough. Like you you just gave me the exact amount of information that you were okay with sharing that I would think <laughs> that I would think you were being vulnerable with me and then just like leave it alone. Because those first couple mm. months, I was like, please talk That's to me. Game. And so you would just, just give me just enough information. But you weren't actually being legitimately vulnerable with me. Mm. That's not a good quality. I missed your open book. <laughs> I missed your open book. What are you talking that about? That is not what I just said. I do say more on the pod than I said to you. I would like say not a lot of things to you and then I'd go on the pod and say everything <laughs> that I feel about and just tell the whole world, but can't tell Can't Cassie tell me. You were... You are a judgmental human. Luckily, you love me, but you are a judgmental human. So I was like scared of that. I was like hiding myself. Yeah, and that makes I'm sense. I'm quirky. So like, I don't know how you're going to feel about that if I'm just, I let all the quirks out all at one time. I didn't You thought I was a gamer. I barely let anything out. And you thought I was a gamer. Well, yeah, because I feel like- You thought I was a nerd too. No, I just feel like because you didn't talk that much, you must like hide out in your room and play video games all day. Not at all. Your communication skills were very, like, minimal. Not at all. I mean, yeah, with you. <laughs> with Just with me. But I didn't know it was just with me. I know. So then I was like, true. is it me? What's going on? What's the problem? It's because for, for a while with, like, relationship interests, I would just, like, I don't have to say anything. Like, for a lot of times that works. You could just be there. And you admit that it worked with your last guys that you dated with. But with me, you said that you're not going to take that anymore. I did want more out of you than just being a physical body next to me. Exactly. And for most people, that is all that you need. That is. So I skated by with that for a little while. And then I actually liked you because you said that you wanted more from me. And I really got to open up and I really got to unwind. And in the beginning months that we dated, it was not great. It was not. It was not great. I stand by the fact that I liked Cassidy and Cassidy did not like me. <laughs> I, I stand by that. I knew what was going on, but I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that I liked you and I knew that you didn't like me and that I, at that point, was not going to change anything about me. So I was going to be like, I dog, like, cool. Like, I, the parts of me that didn't like you was just because you didn't like me. And, <laughs> and, and I got to protect my home base here. I got to protect my worth. I can't just try to change everything about me and so that it fits you. But we molded, we changed the right things about ourselves. And we didn't even really have to change. We just had to open more of ourselves You just needed up. to communicate with me. And I need to communicate Show me more. who you actually were. You needed to also try to stop vetting me for marriage in the first two <laughs> weeks that we dated. I do that with everyone, though. That's my relationship anxiety. Women do that. And you guys say that you do that just to like... That's what women do, though. It doesn't mean it's a good thing. No, it's though. definitely not a good thing. I never said thing, it was though. a good thing, and I will never say it is. It causes a lot of stress, and on, I would not recommend it. On the second time that we ever hung out... I goofed about doing something like I was silly. Like I goofed, I made like one joke and then she got super mad at me and said, well, what if you never tried anything? And then when we're raising our kids, you never try to raise our kids and you're always goofing off doing something and then you're never a good dad and then you fail the whole family. <laughs> and I was like, 
This is our second date. Like, <laughs> yeah, my I needed to turn my brain off and chill out a little bit, and you needed to open up to me a little bit. And then once Thank we both you. did that, it's been good. Then it was good. Then it's once been I great. Put my relationship anxiety to it's the been amazing back of my that. brain. <laughs> it's been sensational after that. I could tell you. That I forgot for sure. that I had that freak out, and you were like, uh. "I'm never gonna forget that." <laughs> that was amazing. That was horrible. That was actually. That's just classic me, though. Now that you know, I was me, like, you're who just is like, this lady's a nut? Classic Look at her. cast. <laughs> oh my god, it's my bean, <laughs> bean bean. So we started dating. It wasn't very good in the beginning because we didn't open up and stuff, and we fought more in the beginning. That was a problem for me. That was definitely a problem. And I then, feel like we were both kind of like one foot in, one foot out, like, like waiting for it not to work. Yeah, I could see that. And I, I think that, that caused, at least on my end, that caused like the bickering. I could and see I would that. nag yeah. you and like start fights with you about the stupidest stuff. Just yeah, what? Because I self sabotage. That's my base. So I had to get out of that. <laughs> and we had a few like couple deep talks. Yeah. And finally kind of figured it out like two months, two and a half months in. I almost died at Outside Lands. And that'll make you really think about who needs to be close to you in your life. Yeah, you came back from outside lands, and that's when we started to get better. We really after day in Vegas. Day in, yeah, after day in Vegas, we've been perfect since then. So it took us like three months, but we did. We always say we did the whatever the stage after the honeymoon stage is. We did that first. So we did the after stage first, and then we did the honeymoon stage. So we just got it all out of the way early. Just. Made it happen. And now she's wearing my robe everywhere. <laughs> That's just my robe. the full synopsis. What's yours is mine. <laughs> uh, listen, I got to introduce the pod. It's three minutes in. I'm going to introduce the pod. This is what happens when you hear you distract me. You're looking all good now. Uh, <laughs> go crazy. Uh, listen, this is the Breathe Easy Podcast. This is the motherfucking Breathe Easy Podcast. Zach and Shiv are not here right now because this is a very special episode. And it's just Bane Bean. And we'll get the team together soon enough. As soon as Shiv comes back home, as soon as I see Zach, as soon as we get this shit popping. But I wanted to talk to Bean myself because I can't share her. She's mine. You guys can't have her. So we're going to take a break real quick, and we're going to get right back to you, y'all. Remember to breathe these. I love you guys. I got to pee. How'd you even start calling me Bean? Oh, it was the FaceTime where my head looks like a bean. There's a FaceTime where your head looks like a bean. That's how I started calling you Bean. You should say that story. Little bean head. (laughs) So rude. It's a cute nickname. But I wouldn't deny that it started a little while. call her bean because she looks like a bean (laughs) (laughs) so rude we were facetiming one night and she had her hair in a high bun and she looked like bean and i love when beautiful women have weird nicknames so i call her bean and yada 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 anyways you and your friends are talking shit about me (laughs) when we first started dating no i learned my lesson and don't really share a lot of Uh, like details early on in the relationship because your friends and family like they do not change their first opinion so if I come straight out the gate with like we bicker a lot and we don't really get along and we also don't communicate and I don't even really know if I like him it would have been over from you from ground zero so I was like I feel like we might figure this out that was maybe optimistic at the time but it did work like we did figure it out and so I didn't really share my trainer knows everything about you and Kennedy knows everything. But other than that, it was kind of like kept at a distance. But like I would go, I, I work out with my trainer on Wednesdays or Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it would be the full hour would be like, so this is what happened last week. And this is what happened last night. And he still doesn't communicate with me. And he got mad at me for this. And I got mad at him for this. Um, and then Kennedy was just kind of like, you need to chill out like, and give him a chance. And I was like, No. <laughs> Yes, Kennedy has girl. been like on your side since day yes. one. Yes, <laughs> this year for Kennedy. Thank you, Kennedy. 
Um, yeah, here's the deal. My Kennedy has the cutest fucking kids I've ever seen in my life. Rhett and Reese, they are so cute. And Kennedy, you're a great mom too. Um, Kennedy's my bestest friend. We met when we were in seventh grade, and she's just been to there since then. But my trainer and I, we were just talking actually yesterday, and she was like, I just can't believe that you and Keyshawn are here after everything I heard about him for the first two months. <laughs> like, you guys made it out. Like, you seem so happy and you made it. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> so she is shocked. Ah. We had some work to do. <laughs> we had a little bit of work to do, but we made it through. I feel yeah. like and that's made it better and more sustainable for us. Like, if yeah. we had come out, like, hot and heavy out of the gate and kept it more shallow, like, we would not be yeah, here. it's true. We would have had to go through what we did in the first two months, like, way later. Oh. And it might have been more scary. It might have been like, oh, damn. So we have all these problems. Like, I don't know if you make it work. Right. Like, six months in, be yeah. like, oh, we got to do some work. As opposed to kind of in the beginning, there was, like, low stakes. So it was low stakes while we were hamming out. Yeah. We literally things. had said we are casual and we can date other people if we want. Not that either of us did. Well, I didn't. Let me speak for myself. Not that I, I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah, because you were just dating someone when we started talking. So For like three days that we started. For a whole last three days. I tragically left her for you. She cried, threw up, and peed in my bed. It's like my worst nightmare. Like I know. Me doing that in that, your bed. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, there was some overlap. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And that's not incorrect. Well, what has been great about dating me? Nothing. No. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Shit, damn. What has been great about dating you? So bitch, <laughs> bitch, take a breath. So many things, honestly. Um uh, we say this all the time, but like our communication skills are really great. And they well they did they worked to be really great. Like we've that's something we've really worked at. And so I think that makes it even better that we've had to put work in because our Natural communication styles are probably complete opposites. Would you agree? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know about complete opposites. Maybe just very opposite. Yeah, I just, I don't avoid talking about my feelings. Sometimes you do avoid talking about your feelings. I don't avoid it. And see, that's exactly the assumption you made at the beginning. That's true. I take longer to process my emotions than you do. And so it seems like I'm avoiding it when really I just don't know how I feel or why I, I feel that way. And so I just can't speak on it. So I sort of shut down. And in the beginning, I would shut down for days, like one, two days minimum. Yeah. And now it's like 15, 20 minutes. Not us like, seeing Venom 2 and both. <laughs> you have to explain the context. We were fighting that day. We were over. We were done the we, night before. We were said, we're done we, hanging out. We're done. We had a, a real, one of... We probably had like three big fights. Yeah. And that was probably like the first big fight, I think. And when, when we say big, like, when we say big fight, the fights were not about anything big. Like, oh, it not wasn't at all. about like not at all. the foundation or like how we want to raise kids or anything big. It mm. was a dumb fight, but it blew up into something big. Yeah. It blew up just into, okay, we're not going to see each other. Anymore. Right. And that was, I think, our first one. And that was our first one. And we were supposed to go see Venom 2 the next day. We were supposed to have happy hour and go to Venom 2 the next day. And I was not going to go. I was not going to go I wasn't going to go either. And you were not going to go either. And you, But you texted me. I did. And you did say, so like, are we going to go on the date again? Do you, do you still want to go and on the date? And not even an hour and a half before the actual time that we were supposed to go on the date, I immediately was like, fuck, okay, fine, I'll go to the date. And I was getting ready the whole entire date being like, this is going to be terrible. Like, we're going to fight the whole time. It's going to blow up in our face and I'm really regret going on this date. And then I was getting there and we're totally fine, actually. And it was one of our first great dates. That was one of our first really good dates. It was one dates. of our first really good dates. Yeah. And... Vin, look at Venom 2 bring us together. But yeah, so we, we had some stuff to work through. So I think our communication is really great because that's something we had, that didn't come easier to us. And I just, I like that we had, we both consciously put effort into to making that better because we easily could have not and been like, it's not worth it. Yeah. So I really like our communication. Um, I, I have been working on processing my emotions quicker. So Keyshawn is like, very in tune with himself and 
knows exactly what he's feeling a second after he feels it, which is awesome. And I am just not like that. So it takes me a little bit longer. So at the beginning, yeah, it would take me a little bit longer to process. And so now I'm getting better at it. And I feel like that also was part of the reason why we did bicker is because I just would shut down for a night and wouldn't talk to you. And so mm-hmm. that has helped our communication style with me being like, I don't know what I'm feeling. I just need, I just need some time or being able to process it more quickly and then be able to tell you right then and there instead of like the next night being like, Oh, Hey, this is why I was mad. So that's helped too. Um, and that's another thing that we're sort of different on and we have fun together. We laugh a lot. Like at the beginning I was very much more reserved, like in very, I would say like rigid, maybe not like uptight, but almost like to that level. And Keyshawn is very playful and goofy. And that like has always been something that I've wanted to be. And in a relationship, I want to have that relationship with somebody, but I just wouldn't really let myself do it. Like that was my form of vulnerability that I wouldn't show him. And so once we kind of got past the beginning, we started to have more fun and be more playful and silly. And I really like that about us too. Um, Cause I can be weird or just like extra. And it's not even weird. I'm just like extra. And you're just like, you're a nut, but okay. She's a nut. (laughs) Here's your cup of water that you're going to swish your toothpaste in while you sit on the bed. She (laughs) requires lots of care. (laughs) She requires lots of care. She does. I'm up for the task. What's something great about dating me? Um, you make me feel needed. You don't you don't need things, but you do make me feel needed, and I like that. You are very supportive. You understand me a lot more than other people understand me. You understand me very well, which is the biggest thing for a relationship in me. Um, you were like partners or like a team, so things just kind of feel fluid now. And things, I don't feel like I'm, like, I don't know, acting or putting on a front around you. I feel like I'm myself around you. And that feels really great. And you have to wait for me to get to your ear piercing appointment before you can make a decision. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And they wouldn't even let me in. I love that she's not colorblind. (laughs) She picks out all things that I need to know color-wise. I love... I love what you just did, but I cannot say that. Um, I love, I love that she wears my tie-dye shirt to bed, and although she does, she is not anymore. She's exchanged it for the robe. I still love the tie-dye shirt. It's still mine. Don't think I got rid of it. Still yours. It's still my property. It's, I mean, it's still I, my favorite. Still your property. That's a wild <laughs> thing to say right now. Whatever. I love that she understands when I'm like scatterbrained and I'm stressed out and. You know how to handle that. That's something that we both do well for each other. Because we both do that ourselves. So we both can recognize it in the other exactly. person. <laughs> exactly. Um, things that we struggle with. Making turkey chili. <laughs> okay. You even said the first time you make something, it turns out like shit. So give me a second time. Let me redeem myself. Let me make it twice. And if it turns out like shit twice, then fine. Make Believe fun it or of me. not, I am the chef in the relationship. <laughs> Believe it or not, people. It's crazy. But she tried to make turkey chili. And I'm going to out her for a quick second. She used chicken broth. Like that was like two months old. It was opened and it was two months old and it was out of the refrigerator. I did not know that it was open in my defense. And, and then I I just thought it'd be fine. So I just you used it. You were so set on using the turkey chili with the turkey broth or with the chicken broth that I looked it up on the internet. I looked it up without asking her and I looked it up and I was like, Ugh, like, do you want to know? And then you just said, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to know. Nope, don't tell me. And I was like, I, please, can I tell you, please? And you're like, no. <laughs> no. And then like 30 seconds later, you turn to me and you're like, how much is it? And I was like, it's two months expired. Like, You were like, it can last two hours out of the fridge. And that's been in there at least two months. And then I was, I said, okay. And I was still cooking with it. And then like a couple minutes later, you're like, okay, I just have to say this one more time. I really, I really don't think you should eat that. 
And I was like, fine. Ugh. So I threw it all away. I was an hour's my worth. Ass. An hour's worth of work. I'm going to be up all night listening to you throw up. <laughs> Turkey chili coming out both ends. I would have been fucking... fine. My stomach would have been fine. My mom thinks expiration dates are fake. So I grew up thinking expiration we dates are fake. We were also at your mom's house eating dinner. And when we told that story, I heard her from the kitchen. The only thing that she said is screamed out, you didn't eat it, right? It's <laughs> the only thing she said in that entire okay, story. Okay, well, so, maybe in this one instance she agrees with you. But she has told me that she thinks expiration dates are fake. And it's just a way to get people to buy more stuff. Shout out to Shushu. Consumerism. Shushu. I love Shushu. Shushu's great. Shushu's awesome. Shushu likes me too. Yeah, she really does. So let's hear for Shushu. Come on now. I don't even know what the clapping is. Uh, I think things that we things that we struggle with. Um, yeah, besides struggled, making turkey chili, something real. Besides, <laughs> I have struggled with. Um, I do believe as though I like. Things that I have a wider, a wider brand, a wider range of things that I like, and that I like the stuff that you like, but you don't. There is a wide, there is a side of myself that you don't like the same stuff that I like. So that has been a struggle for me in beginning, um, to where I usually date people who are more accepting or who know. Like, I don't know, like people like video games, people like anime, people like cartoons, animation, shit like that. So you haven't liked that part of that. So it's it's just within myself of being like, okay, what else What else do we relate to? How much does that matter to me? Um, and yeah, and yeah. So that, that I think that was a struggle in the beginning of being like, okay, are, do we really... How much do we fit? But it's also like, is this partner a partner? Can you function with them in life? Can you move throughout the day with them? Do you guys laugh? Do you guys giggle? And we check all those boxes. So it doesn't really matter if you like watch the cartoons I watch or like yada, yada, yada. And we watch reality TV together. We watch Too Hot to Handle. And and we watch our cooking shows, our baking shows. We do watch shows. our cooking shows. We watch Master Chef. We do indeed. Anything else for you? Um, we haven't struggled with this yet, but like, I do wonder how we'll do with more like shared financial things. Like our money's separate right now and we have, you know, separate lives that we pay for. So I do wonder if that like ever gets merged or even just not even like merged bank accounts, but just like we have to share financial responsibility. Um, I do wonder how we'll be with that. Because we just don't know how each other is with money yet. That's not like something we struggle with though, but that's like something we will have to figure out. Um, I mean, I know who be spending more and it's not me. Not even spending more. Like I budget and I save. And so if I budget and save and put money into retirement that month, then yeah, I can buy shoes. Like I've checked all the boxes. I don't just like spend like crazy without having done the adult things first that's true you're right so don't come at me you're right <laughs> you're right fine okay hands up don't shoot and i feel like in the beginning i did struggle with like opening up and being more goofy and i'd be like oh he's never gonna take anything seriously and i always i'm gonna have to be the one that's serious and like i'm gonna have to be get bad cop for the kids and like that's when my anxiety started to will. spiral which I'm going to have to be. It's just so annoying. Like, we are going to be partners on a team until we have a child that you just adore. And you're just going to be like, who's Cassidy? That's like I your biggest her. fear <laughs> is that I love our kids more than I love you. That's like, first of all, not even a bad thing. Like, there's worse things in the world if that happened. But it won't happen. But would you rather me, like, don't fuck with our kids at all? No, it's not even that. It's just we need to be a team. You can't yeah, just be right. like, oh, yeah. Don't listen to your mom. Listen to me. Like, oh, your mom said no to ice cream. I said yes. <laughs> I'm gonna walk into our son's room, like, give him, dap him up. Be like, huh, your mom's hella mad, bro. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> you gotta let us have some father son time. That's it. That's Just it. don't talk shit about me during father son time. Ah, 
God. We're tabling this. Uh, we'll I'm, table I'm that literally one. getting stressed just listening <laughs> we'll ta- to this. <laughs> we'll table that. We'll move on <laughs> somehow. Else. We'll table that. What are your love languages and how do you navigate that? Hmm? How do we navigate that? Yeah, I guess. My love languages are... Access- I actually tend to your love languages quite well. Now. And I tend to yours. Absolutely. That wasn't a... Uh, it sounded like some shade. It wasn't a hate, right? No, I think it was because in the beginning you asked for more of your love languages and... It actually, I didn't think it would come that, but like acts of service is like my main expressive love language. Yeah. And that's your, like one of your main love languages you want to be received. Yeah. Yeah. That's my first one. And then my second one is words of affirmation. Um, And yeah, you do great at both. You definitely are like acts of service focused, which is great for me because all like the little things, like he'll fill my water bottle up at night and I'm just like, thank you. (laughs) I do. And what are yours? Why I do. Yeah. Um, physical touch. And quality Access time. service, quality time, words of affirmation, and you, gifts. Just name all of them. Okay. <laughs> all five. <laughs> probably, probably physical. Uh, physical touch is definitely up Physical there. touch and quality time are like tied. For first place. Yeah. Yeah. They're like tied. And after that, probably acts of service. Maybe acts of service and words of affirmation are like tied for a second. I don't know. What do you think that I need more? Hmm. I don't think that I need that much acts of service. I don't think you do either. You don't be servicing me. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Huh? Huh? Breathe easy. Breathe easy. What do you think that I need? I said I feel like you need I feel like you don't need acts of service oh, as much. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you need well your your physical touch and quality time are definitely first. And then I feel like you need uh words of affirmation after that. Not even you don't even need it. You just appreciate words of affirmation, I feel like. Yeah. Uh like third on like, the Like tell list. me I'm sexy. Don't just think it. <laughs> like Keyshawn just got his ears pierced and he looks so good. I, listen, uh, sometimes I catch myself in the mirror and I'm like, ooh. I literally woke up this morning and forgot you got your ears pierced ooh. and I was like, oh my God, you look good. It's like, <laughs> mm, what you doing tonight? Then I realize it's me and I'm like, oh shit, what I'm doing tonight. It's crazy. So he's feeling himself now. If you guys need any questions answered, just go ahead and live tweet us right now. We won't see them. But you can still go ahead and live tweet us right now, and maybe we'll get back to you sometime in the future. But what's the biggest illusions you have from past relationships? By the way, Cassie had a crush on me when I was a fifth grader, and she was a seventh <laughs> Shut grader. Shut up. That's not true. You can't just put our age difference and then just say seventh and fifth grade. I am two years Cassie older. Cassie wanted to date me when I was a fourth grader. She was in sixth grade. I'm two That's years older gross. than Keyshawn, and he will not let me forget it. Hella gross. Shut up. Okay. When she was 19, she left me a note. <laughs> That's you were 23. You know, I like him young. <laughs> you were 23. I was 25. Stop trying to make shit I up. I, you don't know that. I do. Because you lied about your age and said you were 22. You were El Camino hottie. <laughs> oh so God. you were off living your life doing whatever the fuck you wanted because you were El Camino hotties. <laughs> Keyshawn found an old tweet where I was named an, one of the many people that that account named an awfully racially charged tweet too like i don't know who the fuck runs that twitter but i got hands for you it was a picture of shirtless mark Wahlberg. (laughs) what kind of fucking oh my god that's the most high school shit i've ever seen in my life jesus and i have curly hair it was probably you eric (laughs) (laughs) i actually know who it is and it was it was eric's best friend drew um but i have curly hair and so the tweet was like Casshole Denny's really hot, especially with straight hair. And I was like, oh, great. I only straightened my hair in high school because everyone was like, you look so much better with your hair straight. You look hot when you look white. Yeah, basically. Like, fuck you. I'm sure all the curly girls can understand. So anyways, going back to the biggest illusion from past relationships that I thought would carry into this one. One of the things that I think answers this question perfectly is in my past relationships. So let's say I have like five or six sides of me. In past relationships, I would only show the one or two that I know that person would like. So, like, the goofy side of me was gone. I have not seen her for years because I was worried that people would not, like, 
take to that. And so I would show the like very submissive, like doesn't really have an opinion girl so that people would like me and stay around. And I thought that's, I started doing that with you at the beginning. That was like very much our first couple months was like, how can I tailor myself so that Keyshawn will like me? Because like, I don't know if he'll actually like me. And so once I kind of got over that and realized that I can have, I can be like a multifaceted person and I can have different sides to me and you don't have to like them all, but I, mm. I should respect you and love you enough to show you them all. Like it does, it, it's not fair for me to decide that you won't like those sides of me and then just not show them to you because you're dating me. So you at least should be able to see all of them and make that decision for yourself. So that was something I had to learn that like, I am a great human being and all sides of me are great. And if somebody's going to be my partner and I'm going to be open and honest and communicate with them and we're going to have a layer of trust and I'm expecting you to be open with me, then the least I can do is do the same. Um, okay. Look, I guess not all sides of me are great, but I'm human and there are things I need to work on and there are things that I don't. So, but I have to show you all sides of me if I expect to be in a healthy, open, communicative relationship with you. And, um, I was the whole time I was waiting. I was like, no, like, is this it? You only have one personality? Like, are you like a template? <laughs> You're like a Microsoft Word template? Or yeah, I tried like... really hard to be so that people would like me, and then that never worked out. So I was like, why don't I just be myself? Good and bad sides of me. Like, yeah. why so am I, was, I making that decision for you? That's you know? what I was looking for. Yeah, and now you get them all. Probably the bad sides more. I get all the sides. You looked at me the other night, and you're like, you're being a brat. And I was like, oh. I was rude, but you were accurate. simultaneously whining while I was getting your toothbrush, filling it with toothpaste. You would not get out of bed to get your toothbrush. <laughs> so I got you a glass of water for you to rinse your mouth with, spit back into, take your toothpaste, toothpaste and your toothbrush back to the sink. And then when I came out, I forget what you said, but it was literally something like, why aren't you cuddling me right now? <laughs> and I was like, I'm doing things for you. It was a very needy night. I was having deep. I was having a moment. <laughs> it was <deep. laughs> so I would say that's my one of the like, like biggest things that I had an illusion from from past relationships. Okay. What about you? My uh, I think that everything would go perfectly. Like you're you're always supposed to like the lovey duddy the lovey dovey like honeymoon feeling that you have is supposed to always be there no matter what, and I think that's an illusion. Um, and now I actually find strength from being able to work through things and really just sitting and lying in our differences and acknowledging our differences and talking it out and then understanding that we can come to understanding and that I'm not always going to fucking, it's not always going to be like 11 out of 10. It's how you manage those times that you're less than that and how you come back from that and how well you work together. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think a lot of our like more maybe difficult, emotionally difficult and super vulnerable conversations, like the before time, we were always like kind of off because we knew we needed to talk, but we just didn't get around to it mm-hmm. or like for whatever reason. And so when we finally have the conversation, the like however many hours after the conversation before we went to bed was always amazing. Like it was always like last night was so great. And most of those nights are because we talked and we like listened and had a real conversation. Like our night after Thanksgiving, we were, Thanksgiving was the first day that we met each other's families. And looking back on it now, ballsy move. Looking back on it now, we were not ready to do that at that time. (laughs) And we, but we, we did it and we were kind of feeling off. And so we were, uh, hanging out. I was why we were feeling off because we were we, not ready. We were to not do that. ready, and so we were hanging out afterwards after your parents' house before we both drove back to our separate houses. And I was definitely feeling off, but couldn't really put words into it. And so I didn't say anything. And you look at me and you're like, "I'm kind of feeling off." I'm like, "Me too." Thank God you said that. Like you're like, "I'm feeling weird." And then we just talked about why we even maybe could be feeling like that. Um, why you were feeling like that, how the day went, all that. And then after we both felt so much better, 
Um, whereas if that was me previously or even me at that point, I wouldn't have said anything and I would have just gone home and felt weird and then tried to talk to you about it maybe the next day or maybe just chalked it up to a bad night never yeah or just never did it and so like you initiating that conversation made that night way better than it was going to be (laughs) Mm, (laughs) that's Keyshawn's loving endearing sound for me (laughs) turns out I can't like moan like you can so he just does it (laughs) and I lick her nose too I just mm, stick my tongue over there so gross Digging for gold doubloons. How long would you last on two out to handle? I would last the whole season. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I totally no, you would. Wouldn't. I know what you did at church camp every oh my summer. God. Okay, I do. Kissing like, counts. I like to kiss. Yeah, kissing is a rule break. Kissing it would, counts. It would be hard for me to not break the rules Listen. with kissing. But everything else I could do. Like I'd be fine, but she I would got definitely around at church camp. I would definitely want to. You kiss. wasn't praying. Shut up. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh my god, you're just outing me right now. <laughs> You would last like two days. I would last. Are you kidding me? No. I would be perfectly fine. No, don't lie. I'm all about that deeper connection. <laughs> it is true, though. You you do giggle about it, but... They wouldn't even let you on the show because you wouldn't be all about the physical. You'd be like... I know. I wouldn't be all... Who can yeah. see my soul? They'd be like, next. I would like think that I'm auditioning for Love is Blind, <laughs> and they'd be like, this is too hot to handle. And I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. I wouldn't be around that many dumb people, too. Yeah, they are. They I'll are be like, hard what's to his listen name? George? to. George, Patrick. No, um, the guy that kept saying he doesn't like Bo. Harry. Harry, I'd be like Harry, and be like, everybody around me is fucking dumb right now, <laughs> and like, I'm smart. I'm just chilling, and everybody's dumb right now. This yeah, is crazy. You would be Harry. Um, but anyways, I would probably last a couple days, and then I would kiss somebody. You'd waste money right off the bat. You would too. Right off the bat. I would waste a little money. Yeah, you would. I'm not going to lie. I'd waste. Well, You'd be like, rules stage, are meant to be broken. Absolutely. That's what you say all the time. No, I'd be fucking Nathan and Holly. I'd be like kissing through shorts and shit. I'd be like Trying to find loopholes. loopholes. That still costs Lana. them money. Smart than Lana. Yeah, you're smarter than No, the first couple of nights, I would spend some money. I can't lie. Like, Yeah, you would. You would don't. Okay, don't. Yeah, you would. Me like you wouldn't spend some money too. Okay. <laughs> if whatever. we were both on Too Hot to Handle together. How long would it take you? I that was on my list. Yeah, if to we spend were some money with if me. we were a couple versus if we were not a couple. No, if we like didn't know each other and we came to t- on to too hot to handle single and just met on too hot to handle. We wouldn't even be together based on how <laughs> we went for sure. There wouldn't even be like enough attention span for us to stay together. Like we would be like this is kind of hard and then like four other people would be like trying to fuck us and then we'd be like okay, like it's hard to keep our attention at this point in time. You know that that's true. That sounds so horrible. If well, we, we kissed a lot, even though we were fighting a lot in the beginning. We so did kiss a lot. We would probably kiss and be fine. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we did kiss a lot. Uh, yeah, you did that thing where I like where you asked for a cheek to be kissed, and you asked for a forehead to be kissed, and you asked for the other cheek to be kissed. I did that on our second date. That was ballsy of me. Yeah, you nut. I just was taking what I wanted. After talking about our marriage life, <laughs> you said, okay, calm me down. Okay, please help my anxiety. <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> I loved it. I did. Okay, one more question. Yeah, hit me. What intrigued you about me that was not physical mm, shit that ass that not physical oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> my god i hate oh, you <laughs> um what intrigued me about just um uh, we talked about this other night when we were playing we're not a stranger first of all we're not strangers we're not really strangers we're that's a really great strangers. card game not uh like it is a really good card game but some of the questions i'm like after you do it a couple times the questions do feel a little redundant yeah they're also not going to put on a fun cheeky game like Tell us why your parents gave you trauma. Right. Like, They're not going to be like, describe your one in biggest instance of trauma and tell the whole group. We're not really strangers. It's a card game. It's like a dating card game where you just pick a card and it basically curates questions for you to talk to the other person so you get to know the person better. But the questions aren't always that deep. But we should have done that the first three months of our relationship and we, we did not play this yeah. game then. We played the game after we actually started communicating and getting to Low know each key, other. an electronic version of that paired 
really helped our relationship. Yes, actually. the paired app. If there's anybody who wants to get to know their partner but not doesn't want to think of their own questions, get the paired app. Not us being YouTube dating coaches <laughs> and fucking using the paired app to bond more. <laughs> who the fuck are we? We were we were gone from each other for 14 days, wasn't it? No, no, no. 11 days. We were away from yeah. each other for 11 days. We had our we had a really our big third fight. and final fight yeah. right before we left for yeah, that. Absolutely. Right for day in Vegas. Yeah. And so we were gone. And we wanted to get to know each other while we were gone since we hadn't really done that the first three months. So I found this paired app like early this year. I found the paired app and was waiting for somebody to use it with. Like, and I felt like you were the perfect person to do it with. So we did it while we were gone. And it gives you like a question a day, or you could pay for the premium one and you get unlimited. And we just answered like 25 in a row. And they were good. It helped us kind of like break the ice and. You know, because like, I don't really know what questions to ask, like, when it's forced like that. So, anyways, um, we did the paired app, and we still have it, but we don't pay for the premium one anymore. But we still have it, and it's good. We do a question a day. It is great. And then, yeah. and and so yeah, so that's the electronic version of we're not really strangers, but we're not really strangers is good for first, second, third dates, but it does get a little repetitive once one, you know the person. One of my favorite moments because we tell you talked about the fights and one of our favorite one of my favorite moments of us is we had a fight decided that we were not gonna be together and then literally like the very next day did you ask me or did i ask you you asked me to like come come i asked you to come see me after work i asked you and the theme of it all is i always text you and ask you that's the theme we get into a fight we say we're never talking. Hey, will you come over? It's always me. Either way is, you're right. And we went to talk in the car. Then we would we didn't really want to talk. You were just like, like, come see me after work. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we just did the last like, night before had been like, we're not gonna see each other. Like, yeah. Nah. And we it was sort of awkward at the beginning. You were like, How's your day? And I was like, How's work? It was Literally. super shallow. And we were both thinking like should we like hold each other's hands? Yeah, Should we didn't give touch a at all. <laughs> like, this is really weird. Like, we normally touch like the whole time. Like, what are we supposed to do right now? Then we drove to McDonald's. <laughs> and you got a McFlurry. And we parked. And some fries. And some fries. And some fries. And we parked. And again, you made the first move. No, you let. No, no. We were looking at each other. I was staring at you. You put like, your head on my shoulder. I did put your my head on your shoulder, but that wasn't the move. Put your head on my <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's like one of my favorite songs right now. I love that song. It's, it's a really a great good song. song. Yeah. So, yes, I did finally. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to put my head on your shoulder. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because like, we literally hadn't even brushed mm. elbows the whole Mad time. Flirty. And so I was like, let me, let me flirty. And then if we were on Bridgerton, that would be mad saucy. And that would be scandalous. And then I basically looked up. I was really close to you. I was just staring at you. And then you did your kissing noise, which meant you can kiss me. And then I leaned in and kissed you. And basically the rest is history. I don't even think that we talked about getting back together. I no, think that we, we didn't. just like we just did. Kept hanging. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was probably the day. The moral that- of the story is that whenever we tried to not see each other, we just casually just kept, like, not even casually, like, we were casually dating, but casual in the sense of we just said we weren't going to talk, and then we just kept talking, and nobody said anything about <laughs> it. Like, we just, guess we're still hanging out. Yeah. I think we both in our brains were like, eventually we'll just stop hanging out. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's fine for now. <laughs> and not, then- the, not the first time of us breaking up and then literally 10 seconds later being more comfortable than we've ever been literally <laughs> and then me going away to washington thinking that we were still gonna like not even talk i just thought we were gonna be in each other's lives i and, thought we were breaking up and, and never seeing we each other just again never gonna see each other again and yeah. i kept saying well this is the last time i'm seeing you and you didn't say anything and so i thought you were that many you agreed that this was the last time we were gonna hang out i and and so i had an alibi just so i could be like well i didn't say anything about it you I were was, saying that. I was like, well, this is the last time we're hanging out. Then, like, we should, you know, have mm. a conversation. And you'd be like, okay. And then we'd talk and laugh. And, like, it was good. Yeah. 
Mm, you look good right now. <laughs> so anyways. She's sitting so much farther away from me than she normally sits. I know. This is killing you. At all times. I can't even like, like hold your hand or anything. Uh, I do a great job of giving you your physical touch mm. love language. And right now it's not working. <laughs> right now you're so being deprived. So what intrigues me about you that's not physical. Right. Yes. That the was beginning, the original question. Um, that you got me open up. We kind of already talked about that. But that you got me open up. That you are fiery, but you're soft. I do. I realize I like women like that. I like that about you. Like you, like you're tough on the exterior. You're like, don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me at all. <laughs> and then when you get I hate alone men. and vulnerable, when you get alone and vulnerable, you're like, do you love me? <laughs> do you love me still? Hi. <laughs> do you love me? <laughs> you haven't texted me for like three hours. Like... <laughs> Are you mad at me? Just checking in, just yeah. making sure you're not mad. I know you're at work, but my I'm, favorite I'm is spiraling. when we go to bed totally fine, and then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, "It's been so long since he's talked to me. He must be mad at me." But really, you were just asleep for eight not hours. You during the first time that we weren't very good, you having a dream that I was mad at you, and then it was very realistic. You wake up and then wake me up in the middle of the night. Keisha, I can't. Are you mad at me? <laughs> I had a dream you like, were mad at me. I was like, what? No. Go to bed. You're God. like, now I am. <laughs> well, I just had to make sure. I needed to make sure right in that moment before I started to spiral. Like, I'm trying to help me help my anxiety. I'm like, I'm tired. Go to bed. And like, I think one time you worked a double and I was like, he's mad at me. He hasn't texted me all day. Even though I knew you were working a double. I don't even think I was working a double. <laughs> I literally worked a night shift. I just didn't text you before I went into the night yeah, shift and you to say always I was do going that. to work. You always text me and say, I'm going into work. That was before it was like a rule though. Like it was. Right. That's what made it a rule and probably. I don't, that is what made it a rule. <laughs> Yeah, we have two very concrete rules that I have to text her before I go into work so that she does not spiral. And also, if I'm to joke about her, I must give a large wink (laughs) so that she knows that I'm being humorous and not serious. So I feel like that's valid, though. I had an ex who used to make digs at me and make fun of me, and it would be in a, oh, it's a joking manner. It's like tough love. It's my humor. And so I'm very sensitive to that. And you do that. And I am very bad at distinguishing if you're actually joking or if you're like, I'm going to bring this up as a joke, but I actually want to, like, I actually mean this seriously. And so we finally figured out that if he's going to joke about and like, quote unquote, make fun of me, not even about anything serious, but if he's going to joke about me, he has to do this really over-exaggerated wink so that I know he's joking and that I don't spiral and get butt hurt. It's worked great so far. <laughs> it has worked. But that one, that day you did not text me that you were going to work. And so I convinced myself that you were mad at me. And I think you got out, you got out of work to like eight messages. And I was like, yeah. hey, can you call me? Because like, everything okay? Like, are we breaking up or not? <laughs> but like, but the first message was just like, hey, I miss you. Like, and then like the second one was like, yeah. Like you didn't even, the second one was like, I'm going to buy these shoes or something. Right, something random. And then the third one was like, yeah, like I'm really missing you again. Just like whatever. And then the fourth one, you're like, oh, is something okay? Like, I don't know. And then the fifth one, you're like, I'm really spiraling right now. And then the sixth one was like, I just don't know what's going on. Are you mad at me? I Are just you don't out know. of work yet? And then I by don't the eighth one, it was like, if you want to break up, just tell me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been at work. Like, I'm sorry. And that, that was before I knew what time to expect you out of work. Yeah. And so I was like, he should be out of work by now. It's nine o'clock. But I didn't know that if you like start later, you end later, obviously. And so you weren't actually out of work till like 10 or 10, 15 that night. Yeah. So from like eight to 10, 15, I was like, he's mad at me. He's out of work and he's not texting me and we're done. <laughs> and that was just not the case. <laughs> and there was no, I couldn't wink. There's there was no, no way, there was there was no no way for wink. me to wink at you. <laughs> Insane, insane in the membrane. Do you have anything that else that you want to ask me? Oh my god! What? I just attacked my ear. Oh yeah, you got to be careful. Ah, I bet that hurt. Is there anything that you want to tell me or the people? Um, how incredibly bouncy my ass cheeks are. Like you do have a great butt. How you always steal the covers when we sleep. Okay, lately you've been stealing the covers. Like ninety nine. Okay, so here's the thing. You steal the covers. I sleep clothed. And Keyshawn sleeps unclothed. I sleep in the nose. And so I get hot and mm-hmm. he gets cold. And I think that's a personal problem and he should just wear clothes to bed. But whatever. I digress. Each To each their own. So 
We sleep the exact opposite, literally. It's not a personal problem that you steal all the covers. <laughs> so then I get hot and I push the covers down and then hit the top of him is exposed. And so then he gets cold. So we used to do this thing where I slept on top of the covers and I got my own blanket. And then his physical touch love language was not being met. So we couldn't do that. And mine too. I like, didn't even discontinue that. We we just we didn't cuddle as much, we and it was like cuddle, meh, yeah. lame. And so now you get a separate blanket to use just for your top half for when mm-hmm. I steal the covers and push them off to the end of the bed. Um, but lately you've been stealing the covers, and you're like, oh, I'm waking up so sweaty and hot. I'm like, probably because you have all the freaking covers. So that's something we're working through. I don't know if we're gonna make it through that. <laughs> that's something that it's we're working right through right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'll uh, keep you updated on if we make it through the uh, cover stealing saga. <laughs> uh, That's something we struggle with. Going back to that question, that is something that we struggle <laughs> with. All right, we love you guys. Thanks for listening to this fucking podcast, and thank you very much, Cassie. Do you have anything to say? Nope. Breathe I, easy. Breathe, 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 breathe easy. This is how I talk to Cassie. I go. Breathe easy. Mm. <laughs> breathe easy. Mm. Breathe easy. Mm. <laughs> breathe, 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 breathe easy. Mm. He does not talk like that. When she making turkey chili, I'd be like, bitch, take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> you basically did tell me this. I was like, I'm in, I'm in crisis. You walked in and I was in crisis. And you were Literally, like, how can I, I help? What can I do? Okay, Cassie has a roommate right now who has a dog and... The dog is the cutest dog ever. Amazing dog. And I walked into the house, and the dog is a little scared. Like, they're dogs. You know dogs bark when someone comes in. The dog gives one bark, and Cassie goes, shut the fuck up, okay, Lemon. That's not what I said. I, I, did, I did yell. I'm like, Lemon, shut up. I didn't, like, cuss at her. No, you're right. And then that's how you knew I was in crisis. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And then you're like, I just. <sighs> and I was like, let's go to Safeway. <laughs> Let's just go to Safeway. It'll be okay. We'll get it done. So moral story is just, I don't know, be prepared for crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And don't settle. Find someone that you love as much. I love Cassidy. And work on what you need to work on. And relationships do take work. So Healthy relationships take work. You got to be mindful of that. And I won't out any of my friends or anybody else, any of your friends or anybody else. But there's a few of you motherfuckers that need to work on some shit, okay? There's a few of you motherfuckers that don't really get it. I love you guys. Okay, bye. Breathe easy. Breathe, breathe, breathe easy. Cassie has to blow out my hair now. It's 10.30 at night. Cassie has to blow out my hair now. We could do it in the morning. No. We just have to wake up early enough to do it. Why would you think that I would put that option? I. It's what it is.